Hello, welcome to Sarcasm Colored Glasses. Your host Jay, once again, and here we are under our, under our quarantine and uh, living through the apocalypse. And what are we doing these times? I'm going to give you some things to do with your time so that you don't lose your mind. And um, in this case, uh, this show has been out for a while, but um, as we're going through the libraries of things to talk about and also suggested by um, my uh, partner, um, Alex, who does his own um, podcast, uh, Eye Pokes and Head Chokes, pretty cool one for wrestling. So uh, check that one out. But um, he suggested that we talk about the boys. and. that's uh and it definitely fits within our uh, nerd realm uh geek stuff and it's also it's on amazon and it's 10 episodes and literally guys what else are you doing with your time and um, i'm also going to assume that you may have seen this already i'm not going to like you know give like uh spoilers as far as story but i'm definitely going to speak about the characters in depth um which is you know the fun part about it and uh so anyway so you see this uh trailer for this thing um and actually it was on uh, well depending on where you are um but it was on sides of buses and cabs and all sorts of stuff like that um you see like the boys looks like you know like superhero thing but you know hasn't utterly ridiculous name and you're like what is that about and sometimes you might see the commercial like wait a minute is this a joke um so and uh as far as the name is like it's so bizarre um but and i think maybe the second to last episode they mentioned um you know in reference to you know like the boys basically just know the the guys and you're like oh okay and you know and as you as you've gone through you know the eight nine episodes it takes to get to that point then you're like oh okay i see it but you know like when you're walking into this thing you're like uh i don't get it that's so peculiar is this about superheroes um but uh what is it about and it, it is um and it's one of those things where it's like it had like it it has superhero things going on. It has characters that are superheroes, but to say it's about superheroes, I don't think so. Um, I mean, kind of, but uh, it, not in not in the traditional sense. Let's just say that um, it is definitely something that if you are not into you know Marvel, DC, or whatever stuff, you can still watch the show and still be entertained and drawn into it as far as plot and everything goes. But it also if you are happen to be into um, those things, it's, it's much more of a well. It it is, but it's a sort like sarcasm. It's a satire of superheroes and the things that we typically know. Um, especially since you know the characters that are in there are all basically satires of already established superheroes without you know they change names and stuff like that but your powers are the same your your well the attitude is not the same attitude is completely different um but the powers the look and everything is exactly the same as ones that we have already grandfathered in 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 our um in our marvel nbc world um and so and it's very and let's get this let's get this out of the way because i don't want you to be too surprised and if you've watched this already like you know you've already seen this but um it is dark as frack oh my god like crazy dark um even i was looking at it and i was like oh no 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 you're not gonna oh oh my god he did that and uh or stuff that you know it's unbelievable and um so okay so let's talk about the characters now that i'm giving you the um the idea of what you should expect walking into it um 
basically actually even before the characters let's talk about more of more of the idea of what's going on here so you know it's this is in a world where um and always with these we want to talk about is this a world where there are recognized superpowers and stuff in the world like this is a normal thing or is this your your normal world but then things start happening so this is one where it, they, they are already established and they are established to a point to where it is privatized um Usually in and like and if we want to talk about, say, um, like you know, as a point of reference, you know, in Avengers, they have the um, well, if you go like the comics of the uh, Civil War thing that wasn't real. It was only touched on in the movie thing because, I mean, it's it's too big, honestly. So uh, what they did with it is perfect for what you could do within the movie time frame without it being like 100 movies just on that. Um but, you know, it, it stems from something of like, OK, should superheroes be policed? You know, because in all of these ones, you know, somebody gets powers and they're like, you know, it's like, oh, with great power comes great responsibility. I must do the right thing. Or, you know, and the, the fighting between that, um, you know, uh, the the Superman, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yeah, it's whatever. Um, so, you know, and so, you know, people have powers and they're out there, they're doing good, they're fighting the villain and all this stuff. Um, but, you know, as in um, the Avengers arc with Civil War, it's, uh, you know, because something happens, well, something happens in, in the movie and something else happens in the comic that, you know, like lives are lost, innocent lives are lost. And so the government starts, governments step in and say, look, you guys need to, um, we need to, one, know who you are, and two, you need to work within this police state because, um, you know, you need to be trained. You need to do things by the book because people are doing things off book and and things are happening. People getting hurt, properties being damaged, blah, 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 whatever. So, you know, th that that's more of a, a modern theme of uh, comics and things like this is like, you know, like in the old times, you know, like Superman goes out and he's like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, let me go stop Lex Luthor. Let me go do this. You know, you smash through a building, you do this, but I saved the person. That's what matters. Right. And um, and then, you know, even in Man of Steel, they basically brought that down to a um, a, a homegrown level as far as what uh you know like it's saying like you know the the line that they say it's like okay we're we're so caught up in what superman can do we sh we're not asking what he should do and so and then it's and it's funny because this is i was just talking about marvel and then i'm just talking about dc and so this is this is an idea that is in our heads uh as we're growing as a culture and bringing this fantasy world into reality um or bringing reality into the fantasy world so this is something where you know of course the government always wants to get their hands on things and they also always want to make sure things are followed in a certain way so in in this world here they are superheroes but to have a catch with it is not our not only are they um, policed underneath particular guidelines and rules and everything like that, but they're done by not the government, but the corporation, um, which is uh, which is fascinating. Um, so it's like they're basically kind of like privatized police force. And they're also, you know, they're they're um, distributed to um, different not town states. So it's like, OK, so. This guy, you know, you're you're the superhero of New York. You're the superhero of Chicago. And not and, you know, and this is something that we're, you know, obviously in comics and stuff, you know, it's like the Flash is in Central City. Superman's in Metropolis. Batman's in Gotham. You know, this is like their their main 
bases of operation. That's nothing new. But in this, they're actually they're designated to it by corporate, and they're also like um, being being assigned to this, but by also like you know the people that are the government of those particular towns have to pay for these particular superheroes to be their figurehead. And you never really, that's something that's like mind blowing, not something that we never really thought about. You know, it's like, you know, imagine Central City needs to like uh, pay um, Star Labs so that they can use the Flash to protect their city. Um, and if they don't pay, then it's like, okay, Flash is going to Gotham. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's something that's, it's, it's amazing, right? And so, and this is kind of the, the world that we're in. And then you're also like, in what, what is one of the uh, most popular things in the in through history is with with great power or with no not with great power with power always corrupts. Um, there's big fancier way to say that, but that's all I can think of right now. But so of course, so you've got your privatized place that is distributing off superheroes to particular places, and um, they are um, while they're. I'll get to that in a second. And so, and of course, so then you're basically, you have the power to see if people are protected and who they are protected by because everybody has, you know, your, your different ones. So say you have the choice between Superman and elongated man. Who do you want to be your your town hero, you know, but the, and so of course, Superman's going to be more money than elongated man. <laughs> so, um, the 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 possibilities in your head are endless of what this is put right in our, in our minds right drop the seed and that has never been in there before but it's super realistic because this is something that could happen and um if there were superheroes and stuff in the world um <laughs> and and it, so yeah so that that's kind of like an amazing thing about it um but this is how it is with this particular show so okay so as I said, that there's a difference between the, the different superheroes. And so the uh, the main thing is in this corporation, there's the seven, which are basically, you know, you're thinking about it, it's like, oh, the Justice League, you know, so you start counting people out. And um, so, and they're, you know, the, the figureheads of the whole corporation, the main top strongest guys, you know, and then when one retires, then they do um, a, a casting for, all superheroes that are out there to fill that spot. And this is like, when you're thinking about superheroes, this is like mind blowing, you know, but when, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, government, it, you know, makes sense. Right. Um, so anyway, so you've got your seven and, and uh, the, it, it revolves around the, the newest one coming in who was starlight and who's like, and I don't remember exactly where she's from, but like, you know, let's say Iowa, you know, some like Podanic, podunk middle nowhere place um so you know the uh, the the christian values everything is homey and i i want to help people because i want to help people use my powers for good you know what we are used to with superheroes and if you her look is supergirl her attitude is supergirl her powers however are, are um dazzler which is um from uh x-men or the X-Men world. Um, so it's, you know, super sparkly, whatever, you know, but, uh, you know, and it, and it's funny because like the, uh, the names for a lot of them are, the names make it last, so Starlight, right? So, you know, she shoots lights all over, right? 
but she also is super strong and all stuff like that. So she does have this Supergirl aspect of it, but mostly the look and the persona of Supergirl. You know, she's she's wide eyed and everything. And, you know, she's got posters of the seven all in her room. She grew up wanting to do this and now she has a chance to she's been invited to do this and become all of this. And so. um so, you know, like that, that, that's where your, your basis is going. This is the world that we're in. And this is, you know, the story of where it is going to, um, just to give a, a brief of the like, breakdown as far as the relationship of the characters that are in there and the relationship to the ones that we're used to. So, you know, you've got your, your head guy, Homelander, right? Which is something that in our world now we think Homelander, we think, you know, national security, um, so this is like the ultimate patriot. You look at him, Superman. Um, Superman with a, a a cape that has stars all over it, right? Um, and you know, this is the the clean cut guy, the guy who's like no nonsense, all business, whatever. And um, I believe in America, I believe in the country and all this stuff, you know, and um and no nonsense, right? But this dude is, <laughs> he is so fracked up. Oh my God. Um, I, it, I could go through like several different, um, and it's funny because it's like, at, you know, when you're walking into the show, you just kind of get the, uh, the feeling of like, okay, you know, this is the, this, okay, this is the Superman guy. He's the, he's the one that believes everything into this. But then when you see like all the shady crap that this guy does, oh my God, he's like the worst um but it's crazy so it's like they've taken an idea of something that is the most purest superhero and still having the image of being the purest superhero while being like a huge crazy dark villain while parading in the, the guise of like um of being all for all of this um and so everybody cheers and whatever but you know like Meanwhile, he's killing this person left and right and just like, like oh, well, you know, he asked for it um, or something like that. You know, so it's wild. And then you have Queen Maeve, who um, look, persona and everything, Wonder Woman, you know, um, like total Amazonian, um, Homelander's right hand woman, whatever. But she's also gone through this, like she's been through all this. And, you know, while she was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed like starlight in the beginning now she's just sour she's like you know it's, this is a job you know this is um you put on this thing for the cameras you save this person here you do this you i go where i'm told and that's it i don't freaking care and then as it's going through she starts you know um starts building more of like back to herself of the the um, you know, obviously brought on by Starlight and everything that's happening to her, um, you know, you start seeing yourself and it also everything that, yeah, I mean, it goes deeper into like, and one thing I like about this is like, it, it's 10 episodes, right? But they, they spend, you know, a, a decent amount of time on everybody in there, you know, while you have your perceptions of them in the beginning, by the time you get towards the end, you have a fuller feel of like this person as a person, you know, beyond the hero, beyond the corporation, beyond what the airs that they're putting on to survive, this is where they are. Because maybe at the beginning, you thought that they were like a terrible villain. But then by the end of it, you're like, wow, I really relate to that. I understand how she got from here to there and why. And, um, and, and I 
like I said, like being in touch with characters is what really makes a show strong. Um, it's not just story. It's about the story behind the characters and their development. And to do that with 10 episodes, I think that that's incredible. Um, so anyway, yeah, Queen Maeve, she's the, she's the Wonder Woman. Um, she's the Wonder Woman that doesn't care anymore and then starts to care. And then you've got um, A-Train, which is, you know, Flash. He runs super fast, but he's also a complete arrogant douchebag. And um, also, again, doing shady crap. Um, but as you uh, get through, you, you see, you learn about him. He, he's still a douchebag, but um, you, you understand why he's such a douchebag. And, like, and you'd be like, it's like, okay, you know, it's like... If I if I was that guy, would I be? You know, if you're if you are the Flash, and and this is even something where like even in DC, like the Flash has had to deal with, you know, his um, you know, because he's Central City's big hero. They've got the Flash Museum. They've got all this. You know, everybody's like, hey, Flash, hey, Flash. You know, like marketing everything. You know, you get your head big. Um, and then when you have other speedsters that are coming in, he has that. You know, he, he feels like uh, you know, because his whole thing is, I'm the fastest man around I'm not the fastest man in the world um and if somebody is faster then you're threatened and while it doesn't go so dark in you know in our dc things but you definitely see him being threatened by things and so a train same way you no know, but so much more um because obviously this guy has very little to no conscience um it is all about the uh the promote self-promotion and everything like that but at the same time you still they still break it down and get down to this guy's um, where he came from, his family, and what he's got to go through. Um, to, and you can't, you if you don't you empathize even even a little bit. Um, and there there's definitely there's one point where and, he, and, and honestly and he does you don't expect him to do this, um, which is why I'm not going to tell you. But once you've seen it, then you're like, you know, exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. And um, so he does this shady freaking thing, but he feels terrible about it. And at one point you're like, it's like, okay, well, it's like, um, do I feel bad that you feel bad? Um, because you made the choice to do it. But then you're also, um, you're, you see how he was pushed to and you're like, okay, so what, options did he really have um maybe i could feel a little bad you know maybe i maybe if i was pushing that situation i would have done the same thing which really makes you think you know it's like if you were put in a situation would you become that douchebag would you if you're boxed in a corner would would this be you and the fact that you could even question it that makes it real and question yourself and question everything in the world of like you know like everybody that you think is bad your perception of how somebody is like a douchebag about something and but you're like it was like wait a minute what's their motivation between or were they pushed to be like this um so you know and, and this is a tv show guys come on and this is how it starts to get you thinking um so yeah that's adrian so far i've hit like three of the seven for no four um and um, am I going to hit all of them? I don't know. Whatever. Because some of them, they're not as important. Um, but uh, in the another one, so The Deep, which is another stupid, stupid freaking name. Um, but it's, you know, it's also, it's making fun of things. And you're like, you hear The Deep, it's like, what the hell is that? Um, what, what is this guy's powers? But who is his equation? Um, Aquaman. Um, because like The Deep, the ocean, 
oh, you know, because this guy, he talks to animals, um, not animals, he's not Dr. Doolittle. He talks to fish. Um, and um, But, you know, he takes it a step further from being Aquaman. It's like, he actually has gills, um, but, you know, appears normal, but, you know, the gills are hidden and everything like that. And, um, but uh, this guy, completely, oh my God, this guy appears. And let's start within the beginning, right? Um, and actually, even if you want to draw into like, cause like, you know, from the comics, who's our least favorite? And let's talk about pre, pre Jason Momoa, you know, cause that's not Aquaman. I don't, I don't care what, you know, let's talk about, you know, super friends, Aquaman. And before Aquaman was not cool. He was not, um, he was not somebody that the girls were following around or whatever. He, he was that dumb fish guy. Okay. And so, and this is that Aquaman. <laughs> He's the lowest level of the seven slash Justice League. Um, uh, the fish guy that, you know, you're like, okay, this dude's whack, you know, um, but he's, and you, you know, and you, you also think if you are that guy and this is your lame ass superpower and this is how people think of you, what would you do to, uh, among this amazing other uh, six people that are running everything, what would you do to, you know, like keep up appearances or to keep up with everybody? So again, start questioning like, okay, you know, like, is this guy and this guy, he goes like, you know, he was all the way up at this one point, And then you're like, oh my God, this guy, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe this, whatever. Um, but he gets it, you know? And, um, and, you, and this one, he's like, you know, they make you look like, okay, you know, it's like, uh, do you feel bad? Um, and you, it's really hard to forget. <laughs> so you're like, you know what? Nah, I don't. You, you got exactly what you freaking deserved, if not more. Um, so, but it does make you feel as like this is a person. Um, and could this thing be happening? Yes. Would this, would you want to be this person? No. <laughs> but, uh, and so, and then, and then you have other ones where there's like, you know, black noir who looks kind of like, um, snake eyes and he never says anything and doesn't really do anything other than he's just one of those guys. He's like, he's there. He's, but they don't, they don't dig into him. Maybe they'll dig into him in season two. I don't know. Um, translucent, um, another class A douchebag. Um, the, uh, powers appear to be like a visible woman except for that as this is some super dark crazy thing um it uh invisible woman when she goes invisible so do her clothes um actually no her uniform does but if she's in regular clothes her clothes don't um but this guy you know it's like um so if he's invisible he's naked <laughs> um because they didn't go up into that like oh yeah you know we have this special alloy that changes refracts off the light and yeah that's a whole bunch of bull crap just so you know you don't have her walking around naked um but yeah this dude if, if he is invisible he is naked and he is a <laughs> he is a fractard for real um like you know uh but he's he's also like on uh, you know he's disposable um literally <laughs> um but you know but he's one of them uh, and how many was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes, that is the seven. Um, but uh, and you know, and there, there's so and there's like there's a lot of other people. Like there's um one pop claw who's A Train's girlfriend. 
um, who has powers that are similar to marrow, actually exactly like marrow, um, the X-Men one where the bones come out. Um, and you think, and it's funny, it's like pop claw, oh, claws come out, right? And you know, you're thinking immediately Wolverine, um, but it's not claws, claws, it's literally bone things that you can pull out, stab, and get all of stuff like that. Um, but retired hero, right? And you know, we got this guy too, Ezekiel, who's like, you know, like a, a preacher or whatever, but he's um like basically elastic man, you know, he can stretch and do all this stuff. And another shady dude. Um, but anyway. So yeah, so that's the breakdown of the seven breakdown of the um, the world that they're living in, and um, and what's really and a couple things that are like amazing about the show that um, you know, and it's something like I said, this is as everything I've just said here. None of this requires any kind of superhero knowledge. Yes, I draw conclusion, um, draw drew um, parallels to established superheroes in our dc x-men marvel um uh, world but do you need to know any of these not at all um it's just one of the, and, and also like and i and the ones that i've mentioned these are ones that everybody knows too um well aside from like the side ones you know like dazzler you're not gonna know you're not gonna know marrow but it's, it's totally not relevant um but you know, Superman, Supergirl, you know, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, um, you know, and so you can see them and you can see how distant they are from that thing, like how they are a satire of that. So you don't need to like be all into comics or watch like the 18 Avengers movies or um or anything else to really um, get a feel of like, yes, this is a satire of this particular character that I've seen on TV or that my dad's talked about or my brother's talked about. Um, yeah, so um, go in there fresh, whatever type of person you are, and also be prepared for lots of blood. <laughs> lots of blood, lots of randomness. Um, like, And when I say random, it's like random killing. Um, and uh, And by the way, this is just... That what I've just gone through the list of that is just the quote unquote superhero team, right? Um, or some superheroes, I don't know if team or whatever. But the 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 story follows um Huey and um regular dude um loses his girlfriend and gets drawn in by by Cal Urban character, Billy Butcher. Um, this dude, he's in everything. I mean, you can't go freaking wrong with him. Like I, I should have like opened up with that. Hey, Cal Urban's in this, watch it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, and, you know, and so he draws him in and then you learn more about that character and like, you know, and that group of the boys, um, and what they're doing to, to stop these superheroes. And that's, that's the funny thing. It's like your regular people are trying to stop superheroes. Um, and that then that's that's it that's a whole thing in a nutshell you know um but with everything else as far as character development and everything like that put all into it so to fill the space and again i can't stress this enough 10 episodes they cram this into 10 episodes and um and i like i watched the first one um and then i watched it with my wife um again and watched like the first two three took a little break you know and i mean and from the first one you're like what um so like you could totally like you know it's totally binge worthy but you know like i took a little break because watching a lot of other things but then i'm like okay you know what i gotta 
people are talking about this thing too much. You got to watch it. So then I watched the fourth one. And then literally in that one night, it was like four, five, six, seven. And then the next night, it was like eight, nine, ten. So it is, um, when I say binge worthy, this is binge worthy. Um, and, um, and this is really only because there's a lot of other things going on. Otherwise, I could have like finished this in a freaking weekend. Um, and, you know, it also watching with another person where you're like, okay, so are you in the mood to watch this? You know, or do you want to watch this thing or whatever? You know, this is what you do when you're couples. Um, so, but, uh, so it, it totally, totally binge worthy. And we are in isolation. We are quarantined. We've got nothing else to do. So watch this. And this is actually rewatchable. Because when by the time you get to the end, you're um, like so many doors and things are opened up and um, or things that you didn't realize. And, and, and again, it's one of those good things where it brings you back because I hate when, you know, it's like and I've said this before um, where, you know, they bring you back to something at the end. and You're like, oh, yeah. So this from the first episode, but then they don't show it or they just mention it. And you're like, uh, like, uh, like Westworld. Oh my God. Um, I, that one you really need to watch like three times, um, each season. And so, but that's great because you want something to be rewatchable. You don't want something like watch it and then just be done with it, you know? And so this is something where you watch through and you're like, oh crap, let me go start again. Like, see what I see this thing that I missed and we're, see this when I've got this in my mind already that I know that this is going on. So yeah, so go out, check, check this out if you haven't. Um, and if you have like, um, definitely check it again, because there's so much stuff in there um, that's been crammed into these 10 episodes. And it's, it's amazing. And sometimes you get these 10 ones and, you know, you can't go as deep. Um, or it's just starter ones, um, like Titans. Um, great 10 episodes. Each one is broken down as far as, you know, this is about, you know, this is the background for this one, this episode, this is background for this. And then eventually they all get together. But um, this, they, but, you know, but they, by the end of it, you're like, it's like, okay, I, I need, I need the next season already. You know, I feel like I didn't really get anywhere. You know, I got a great background information. I got super hyped about this thing, but you know, you're done and I'm, I'm still salivating. I want more this, you know, it's like all that pushed into there and it doesn't feel crammed. It's amazing. Like the writing, I can't, I can't go on enough about it, but, uh, yeah. So that's it. The boys check it out. Um, and tell me what you think. Um, hit me up on Twitter, HJism and, um, and uh, enjoy your isolation. I mean, it's, it's a crazy world out there, but at the same time, um, when would we ever have this chance to just sit and do the things that we want to do? Um, I mean, as long as it's within, these four walls, but you know, whatever. These four walls have a whole lot. There's like a boundless entertainment, which I will, I'm happy to always be there to tell you about. So until next time.